0: Episode number 34 of the Power 5 Podcast. This week, we have the impossible task of ranking 80 songs. If you remember from our Bold Predictions episode, Christian said that he would sit out an episode of Clemson lost to Georgia in college football. Well, unfortunately, Clemson did lose to Georgia, and Christian is muted as he listens in. But all is still good as we have Dilworth joining Brent, Colin, and I as he is making his second Power
1: 5 Pod guest appearance. J.D., welcome back. I appreciate it. Uh, I just want to say on record, I had nothing to do with this bet. I found out uh, m- last Monday morning when I was listening to the episode. I got a I got to step in for Big C Dub this week. But I will say this: it it does it's an honor to be a recurring guest.
2: Mm.
1: However, however, I didn't feel like you would invite us kind of norm folks back after Ryan Smith's performance. So oh, I, oh, I, I am happy to be back. We love
0: Ryan. We love Ryan. Appreciate Ryan. you listening. Yes, sir. Kevin Costner I- guest. Hey, full disclosure right here. I do feel like our pod audience needs to know this. So obviously me, Christian, Brent, and Colin are, you know, the four mainstays on the Power 5 Pod, the panel. I, I do feel like our-, our listening audience should should know that Jonathan Dilworth, Sir Jonathan, as, as Christian often calls Dilworth, Was invited to be a full-time member of the the podcast, and this was the reply I got. It ain't really my thing. Yep. Yep. Just like that. One line, it ain't really my thing. It ain't my thing. I remember that. Devastated by that.
3: I know. Dilworth, I I did make a motion uh that we revoke your rights to be on tonight, given Duke's loss to pod favorite Will Healy on Friday night at UNC Charlotte. Embarrassing. It is embarrassing. It's
1: uh But hey, I will say this: I like Will Healy. I think he's a big up-and-coming star, and I hope he's the next head football coach at Duke. I'll, he, I'll just say that right. he Perry, will not be. The... He won't be.
4: But I'll take he it. will not be. Charlotte, right now, we t- had this conversation earlier in the week. Charlotte, right now, is a better job than Duke. I'll, I'll fight that to
1: the death. If he wants a million-dollar pay raise, he can come to Durham. That's all. all I'm right. Also,
4: Dilworth, I will. You took the words right out of my mouth. Congratulations on being the first reoccurring
1: guest and friend of the Power 5 Pod. I appreciate you That's up. right. I, I feel like a little page is taken out of the uh, part of my take handbook there. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Hey, before we jump into music, you know, we're recording here on September the 8th. Not a ton has happened on September 8th in pop culture history. However, it is... Colin's favorite politician's birthday. Can you feel the burn? Bernie Sanders turns eighty years old today.
4: I thought you were gonna say Newt Gingrich.
0: No, <laughs> was his real favorite. Oh, okay. Colin, you're not gonna wish that? a happy birthday to him. How about that? All I'm right. Just
3: envisioning him wagging a finger at somebody. Oh yeah. That's right. And asking
0: and, and saying it's free, whatever he's wagging a finger at. Yep. There we go. Hey, it does feel like a ton of cartoons. A lot of animated series have been released on September 8th. We've got Bobby's world starring Howie Mandel released back in 1990. Y'all ever watched that?
4: Absolutely. Yeah. Story, yeah. Howie Man- he, he played the voice of Bobby. He did. How about that?
0: Mm-hmm. Did not yep. know that. Also got the legend of Zelda animated series, the attack of the killer tomatoes animated series the Kid and Play, y'all remember those, the rap duo, that animated series debuted back in 1990 on September the 8th. We've got the Adams Family animated series debuting on September 8th, 1973. We've got Star Trek's animated series debuting on September 8th. We've got a Marvel spinoff called Super Friends, or maybe that's not Marvel. What is Superman and Batman? What is that? That is, uh, shoot, I don't know. We don't watch christian's muted christian would not.
4: to come off right here I know. No, yeah he's like
0: slapping like he's trying to get us he knows it hey anyways we got a lot of cartoons i don't think anybody of uh, any anybody watch maybe except for bobby's world
3: hey can we take a time out really quick what you got kevin i had a source send me a photo of you in disney world wearing what I would consider the ugliest shirt I've ever seen in my life. Hey, that was um, me and – Would you me and, like to – we're going to release the pic on, on Twitter from the account next Monday when this that's thing fine. drops. That's fine. But do, do you want to give us some justification? I mean, I lost a bet the other day and had to wear a Herschel Walker jersey. I'm assuming you lost a bet and had to wear the shirt.
0: Hey, as soon as it came out, I knew Dilworth was going to post. But he's. I've got a couple incriminating photos on him too, so he might want to slow his roll. But um, – <laughs> Anyways, very threatening. anyways, yeah. Hey, listen, it's Halloween season down at, at Disney World. I had a, a black Halloween, like Mickey zombie shirt, me and Asa. Okay. a hey, me and me and my son had a little, little matching t-shirt that my wife picked up. So it is what it hey, is, I,
4: I wasn't even going to rip you about it. I just want to point out how happy you look in your homeland and your,
0: in you your, actually in your home base. You look we had a good time. Happy. You yeah, actually paid for that shirt. Uh, I think Ashley did, like five bucks, something like that. It was on Clemson. Oh my gosh. Hey. I, I wonder why. Hey, that's better than the 500 you just spent on the Clemson-Georgia ticket.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair enough.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Hey, bring on the Disney. Hey, you had a good time down there. It was hot, though, I'll tell you that. All right, also, in se- on September the 8th, you know, we're talking music tonight. Here we go. Def Leopard Pour Some Sugar on Me debuts 1987. Is that making anybody's list tonight?
3: It
4: was in consideration. Oh, oh, okay. All right.
0: Other other uh, pop culture thing, and we'll shut it down and get ready uh, to rank our music here. September the eighth, nineteen eighty-six, so thirty-five years ago, the Oprah Winfrey show debuts, ran for 35 seasons, 4,651 episodes. What a run. What, what she a run. Waste of time. <laughs> Did you say waste of time? What a waste of
1: afternoon time. Hey, you got Dr. Dr. Phil. She made
0: hundreds of millions of dollars.
4: What a waste of her time.
1: No, it wasn't. Pop hey.
4: culture icon. I mean,
0: you know. There we go. Hey, today in history, September 8th. Great Listen, stuff
3: is always pod father.
0: Hey, I don't know yes. about y'all, but, you know, In the intro, we talked about, or at least I mentioned how this was an impossible task. And it's an impossible task for me because I like all of the 80s music, the love songs, the ballads, the rock, the hip hop, the pop, the country. And that's something that we agreed to omit off our list tonight was country songs. So it was so, so difficult. I mentioned earlier in one of our podcasts how I grew up listening to 80s music. I mean, my mom loves music. We had Hall & Oates records playing in the house, Michael Jackson, Rod Stewart, Stevie Wonder. I mean, we could go on and on. There was an old radio station called My 102.5. Back then it was like 70s and 80s music. And I remember going to Armstrong Elementary, driving to school in the morning, and you know, would always have have that thing going on, listen to the to the morning show and Maybe get a song or two before I would get there, but grew up on this music. It was tough. Shout out to the Bull Pups, fellow along.
4: There we go. I love how Kevin said he drove to Armstrong Elementary. That's right. Bearded,
0: <laughs> bearded. Hey, yeah.
4: um, so I threw a, the la- at the end of last episode, you referenced that this was going to be difficult and it, and it surely was difficult. But you also said that you believe this might be the best decade of music. Of all time, or at least I thought that's what you alluded to. So I put it out there on Instagram better decade for music, 70s or 80s? And 70s clipped at 52%, 48%. It was a very close vote. And I, I probably fall that way too. But just the 80s to me just has a very unique sound and sticks out like a sore thumb, you know, put down against all the other decades. Great songs. It was a very difficult task.
0: You know, it's funny that you say that because I asked my dad to come up with a list of top five, and he said it. You know, he spit something out pretty quick. I mean, it was very, I would say, very chalk. He had some country in there, had some Prince. Um, I can't even remember everything that he had in there. But he said, if you want to do something harder, try to rank your top five 70 songs. So I told him I feel confident at some point in time, that'll be an episode on the pod. I think
4: the 70s had more legendary bands and artists that really got kicked off in the 70s. I mean, some of the 70s, what you would equate as a 70s artist bled into the 80s and had like, but I would say the Grateful Dead, like that's a 70s band. They, they had a few songs released in the 80s, but some of those really, really talented artists that came out of the 70s are hard to, hard to match.
1: I think you can take somebody like uh, the Eagles, for example. The yeah. Eagles, I mean, if you look up all their music, it's all 70s. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, because, you know, when I was talking about coming up with my list, I had somebody recommend, you know, a couple Eagles songs. And I'm like, no, you can't. They're 70s. Yeah, that's you right. Know? Man, man they, they would make, they
4: would be, you could almost come up with just top five Eagles songs in the I, 70s. No problem.
0: So, no Brant. In a text today, you had a, a fantastic line because we were just ha- kind of talking about how fluid our list were. And you said, no matter how how you end up going on this, how how we rank our top five, you're going to leave some lava bangers off.
4: Lava, hot, molten <laughs> bangers. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. I mean, yes. I like my initial pass, I'm looking down at the, at the notebook and I've got like 18, 20 songs. And I'm like, that's just an initial pass of doing nothing but putting 80s playlist on, on shuffle and just pulling out. So every other song was like, this is a great song. I mean, it was, it was very difficult.
3: I do feel I, like this this episode will be unique in the sense that I think there will be more regret from each of us on others' lists, yeah. you know, just things we simply missed or didn't think about than most of our episodes. I agree with that. I'm curious as how much overlap there is. I
4: feel like we'll we'll definitely have a little bit for sure. But
0: hey, let's get into it.
3: Y'all ready to go? Let's do it. All right, yeah. we're gonna let
0: we're gonna let Dilworth have the honors tonight with our first pick. I'll go second. Got Brent third and Colin fourth. And then we will also include Christian's picks. He sent those ahead of time, so even though he's muted, we will get those picks for you.
1: All right, fellas, once again, I appreciate the invite back on. This is a, uh, a big, big topic for me. I love the 80s. I love everything about the 80s, music, movies. I mean, when you think about the 80s, you think about John Hughes movies. You think about just all the hair metal, the like you said earlier, the ballads, The the you could go 80s hip hop, you go all kind of categories. So what I did for my criteria was I stuck to basically rock kind of. 80s pop you know and and just kind of the uh the 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 metal stuff so anyway i did allow my wife to give me one suggestion here because she loves the 80s as well and i told her i would add it to the list as long as i agreed that it was a good song and so coming in at number five we're gonna go with i want to dance with somebody by whitney houston I mean, listen, I, I do like Whitney Houston. She's got a great voice, probably one of the greatest female, iconic voices of all time. But, you know, you think about Whitney Houston, I mean, you just think about all the high notes she could hit. But if you you listen to that song, man, it's just a fun song, you know, just a, a good little tune. So, anyway, I want to dance with somebody, Whitney Houston. Love, Love it. it. Yeah, I, I like pick. that pick, too. Thanks, Colin. Hey, um,
4: but real quick, Dilworth, before we unpack that pick, I need a number five from you. And, and, oh, um, number five. Yeah, there we go. There yeah. we go. There we go. I like that.
0: Hey, man, I want to dance with somebody comes on. I'm not hitting the skip. That's a good tune. All right, so coming in at number five, I kind of cheated. Got a 5B, 5A, 5A, 5B, however you want to say it. Oh, got, got, got six songs. Yeah, we're going back to the most hated athletes when I threw Bartolo Colon and Juan Soto in my 5A, 5B slot, just had a real tough time with it. I'm always going to end up leaning to the rock side of things. That's just the kind of music that I prefer, the kind of music that I, I it kind of gets me going and, and gets those emotions flowing. So I'm always going to lean that side, but I'm not discrediting anything. Just going back to our criteria, we did, we did decide as a group not to have any kind of country on this since we've done a whole episode on country, but when I'm making my list of, of possible songs, and I've been on steady 80s music for about two weeks now, I am only going to consider those songs that I'm never hitting skip on. Like, There's a ton of good 80s music that from time to time, if I'm just not feeling it right, I'll, I'll just hit the skip and, and move on from that. But to be considered as a top five, I have to always be in the mood to listen to it. I always have to get pleasantly surprised when it comes on the shuffle. And, and and jam out to it so that was my criteria looking forward to going over this So i'm going to do a 5a 5b real quick all right coming in at 5a we've got a 1981 classic that did not chart in the united states charted at number 15 in the uk and that is the ac dc classic closer for those about to rock we salute you ACDC, just iconic band, typically known for, you know, Hell's Bells or Back in Black, something like that. But I tend to love For Those About to Rock. I get excited about it. And uh, it's something that that ACDC, for, for pretty much the length of their career since this album came out, that's what they closed their shows down with. So that's coming in at number 5A for me. For Those About to Rock, we salute you. And then coming in at number 5B, we've got Steve Perry's opening single from his self-debuted album actually it wasn't a self-titled album it was an album called you don't even know street talk back in 1984 the love song classic called should've oh gone, knowing how i made
2: you feel and i should have been gone after all your words of steel.
0: on the Billboard charts. Oh, Sherry by Steve Perry, coming at number 5B.
4: Oh, I like it. I'll have to go listen, listen to both of those.
0: Dude, you don't know those <laughs> songs, bro?
4: <laughs> maybe ACDC, maybe that one. But I like it. I, it'll give me something to, to look at. All right, coming at. So criteria-wise for me, um, I just went through tons of playlists. I didn't really – I you know, I found myself just listening to Shuffle on a lot of different playlists and just picking out – songs that I love and then I narrowed it from there. The 80s has such a wide variety of music. It's very uh it's very unique, I feel like you know, like the shredding electric guitars, the the drums. I mean it's just a it's just a unique genre. So the farther back towards the early 80s you go, the more, you know, I feel like singer-songwriter type 70s kind of sound. And then the farther up towards the 90s you go. I mean it's just a It's a very interesting decade for music. So I'd say uh, my number five pick is one of the more, you know, it just feels 80s now when you listen to it. It's You Make My Dreams Come True by Hall & Oates. It's off their ninth studio album called Voices. It released in 1980. Um, It only reached as high as number five on the Billboard Hot 100 uh, list. But here's the reason why I pick it. It's a very nostalgic song. It's a great song, but it, it was in movies like The Wedding Singer, Dumb and Dumber, Step Brothers, 500 Days of Summer, just a pop culture iconic song from the 80s. So you make my dreams come true, Hollow Notes number
0: five. Grew up on that stuff. Love it. You're right. That sounds exactly like the 80s. Yeah. And All I right.
1: can tell you right. Like, well, hold on, let me see, jump in real quick. I saw Hollow Notes in concert uh, wow. about I guess this was like three years ago. Needless to say, it was it was good, it was enjoyable, but it I mean you could tell they got a little age to them, a little mm-hmm. miles on the on Absolutely. the on the wagon there
3: the good times has passed them by yeah. yes all right getting into uh kind of my criteria kevin mine was really spot on with you just you know it's a it, it has to be a song i'm not going to change uh if it comes on you know regardless of mood you know there, there's two things that i'm certainly the least knowledgeable about on the podcast That's music and wrestling. This was still a very difficult list for me to come up with. Kind of started with just songs that I thought were in the 80s, just kind of brainstorming and then, you know, eliminated some of those as I I vetted them and kind of landed on this. So coming in at number five for me, released in 1988 on the self titled album Tracy Chapman Fast Car, number five.
2: get a fast car i want a ticket to anywhere maybe we make a deal maybe together we can get somewhere any place is better starting from zero got nothing to lose maybe we'll make something me myself i got nothing to prove Good I,
1: like that. I don't
0: know Good I'm, I'm not really surprised i i think that that you picked that if anybody on the pod was going to pick it, I would say you or Brant Didn't expect it to make a list tonight, but mm. definitely a classic.
4: Well, you might be
1: surprised. Right. Great song. All right, number four. All right, guys, uh, coming in at number four for me, I'm going to take you back. It's 1982. We're in Southern California, and we are at – um uh, a nice little high school, and, and we've got a, a crazy young surfer guy named Spicoli, you know, falling out of a, a smoked out van. We've got just typical high school teenage drama going on, and that's going to be Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I'm going to go with Somebody's Baby by Jackson Brown. I just, I love this song. I love Jackson Brown, and and this song was written just for this movie. So I, I love the movie. And uh, it's it's that's that's my number four pick. Somebody's Baby by Jackson Brown.
0: That song but not familiar with it right off the top of my
3: head good tune check it out there's gonna be a lot of songs i have to go listen to after this episode
0: hey i forgot to throw out christian's number five i don't know if that was going to be your question dilworth but christian's yeah. number five song was by the band aha and the song title is take on me i remember that take on
4: me great song come on good i need a backup right there part of my take Song.
0: Yep. there we go that's right hey coming in at number four for me i mentioned this either last week or the week before classic man i absolutely love it i actually bought this one time when you when i was buying music on itunes that is the power of love by huey lewis don't need
2: money don't take fame don't need no credit card to ride this train Stop. 1985
0: on the back to the future soundtrack this tune was made just for that you can't even find this on a solo huey lewis in the news record yeah it makes me think of the 80s just that opening Huey Lewis has got tons and tons of 80s hits uh, he had three number ones ultimately this was his first number one but the power of love Huey Lewis and the news man just a solid song Colin you got to go listen to it I know Brandt when I first mentioned it a couple weeks ago did not know about this song
3: yeah I know I know that song okay huh. all
4: right number four so I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna do a little audible here we're gonna have our first repeat Um, I I had it slated at number three, but I'm going to go ahead and get the repeat over with. It's a classic song by Tracy Chapman, Fast Car. It's from 1988, but it kind of, to me, signals a change of we're going into the 90s. You know, I'm a huge 90s music fan, but I feel like that song in particular a little bit paved the way for the way that Dave Matthews wrote some of his songs and other bands kind of in that lane. One of my all time favorite songs, Fast Car by Tracy Chapman. I'm going to slot it at number four. So you nailed it, Kevin. Me,
0: me and Colin Can throw it on the list. Can you give me a little taste of how Tracy Chapman sounds? You know, she's got a super unique voice. Deep voice.
2: There yeah. you go. my God.
4: It's a great song, man. Perfect. It's a long song, but it's Perfect. great. I mean, and all the all the verses are structured exactly the same and stuff. So but it's it's just a classic.
3: All right, number four for me, all the way back to 1982, off the two Rye album for Dexies Midnight Runners, Come On Eileen coming in at number four. Come on,
0: Boy, every time I hear come on Eileen.
3: Oh yeah. You know, I didn't think about that when I was when I was picking it, but yeah, for sure.
0: Man, Farley and Spade, I think they're you know trying to sell their brake pads on the road. Come on, Eileen comes on out on comes on the radio. Man, it's good stuff.
3: Great scene.
0: All right, Christian, number four was a repeat. Brant has already mentioned this. So, Brant's got a repeat of Colin and a repeat of Christian, or Christian's got a repeat of Brant. Hall & Oates, You Make My Dreams Come True, classic 80s sound. Christian had been kind of throwing out those teasers with some Hall & Oates gifts this week as we were kind of prepping for the episode. So, no surprises
1: there. Hall & Oates making an appearance on Christian's list at number four. Number three. All right, guys, coming in at number three for me. I'm trying to avoid some repeats, but so I'm going to slide this. I had this song kind of on my honorable mentions list, but I'm going to slide it in here at number three. That is Burning Heart by Survivor. This is a uh, one of the big tracks from the Rocky IV movie in 1985. and And just when you think about this song, you think about – you know, Rocky Balboa training, getting ready to fight uh, Ivan Drago or as Kevin said, the Russian guy on the last episode, I believe it was. But, but yeah. So, I mean, you know, when I think about this song, you know, I just think about Rocky getting ready for the fight. He's trying to kind of avenge the loss for Apollo Creed. Um, and, and, you know, he's going over on enemy soil to fight and the, you know, the cards are stacked against him and, and he's going to, you know try to get the job done and take down the the big bad soviets so anyway number 3 uh, burning heart by survivor in the burning
2: heart <laughs> just about to burst there's a for
1: and a you that's
4: what you rolled off though
1: yeah, so I, I rolled off uh, "Take on Me" by Ah. Oh, okay, nice, nice. Didn't want that repeat. Yeah,
0: yeah, I like that Survivor Nothing pick big. too, man. Um, I was doing a little bit of reading on that, just trying to narrow my list down, and I saw that they got the gig for Rocky Four because Sylvester Stallone liked "I the Tiger" so much from Rocky Three. So yeah, good tunes by Survivor. All righty, coming in at number three for me. I remember the first time I heard this song. I don't remember growing up listening to it, but I was coaching baseball. I was at Greenville High School, coaching baseball at Berea. The catcher for Greenville High School, his walk up song was a song called Your Love by the Outfield. sounds amazing and for whatever reason at that point in time I just started to notice it more and more and more I feel like I hear the outfield your love all the time now when it comes on I get excited love the high pitch sound of of their lead singer but anyways 1985 classic number six it charted as high as number six in the United States they're from England originally called the baseball boys but the baseball boys for whatever reason they're You know, their little manager thought the outfield would sound a little bit better. But coming off the Play Deep album, we've got Your Love. Y'all know
1: that tune? Josie's on a vacation far away, man. Ah, that's what that is. I I just
0: want to use your love Love
1: tonight. tonight. That's classic 80s, too, man. Hey, I'll say say this. So uh, a few years ago, I went to a 80s cover band concert at the Orange Peel in Asheville. I think the band was called uh the Breakfast Club. Anyway, they open with this the, or open with that song and uh it set the tone, man. It was a good concert. So great great tune. Kevin, it surprises
3: me you you didn't hear that song until you your 40s. Oh my gosh.
0: Oh my <clears throat>
1: hey,
0: January turned 40.
4: They should, they should fire their manager for changing their name from whatever it was to the outfield.
0: The baseball boys to the outfield, yeah. yeah. Both,
4: I, I kind of like the
3: outfield ball. better, personally. but I mean, it's
4: better than the baseball boys, but really it's – I mean, where are you just try, uh, trying to attract baseball fans? Your, your band's not going to go very far. I guess. All right, number three for me. You would probably associate this band with, with a 70s band because so much of their work wasn't in the 70s. But this is one of my favorite of their songs, so I had to throw it in. So, coming in at number three: Against the Wind by Bob Sear and the Silver Villa Band.
2: Seems like yesterday, but it was long ago.
4: Jane, it was lovely, she was a queen, of my night they in the darkness with the radio. Uh, the night, February 1980, so it only barely got in. Spent six weeks at the top of Billboard's list. It knocked off Pink Floyd's The Wall from Top Album uh, at the time. Uh, just a classic song. Great songwriting. So coming to number three against the wind, Bob Singer and the Silver Bullet Band. Takes
3: me straight to For Love of the Game.
4: Yes,
1: yes. Good call.
3: Hey, pod listener Randy Williams gave me a
0: call today and said that he feels like for an intro to one of our shows we need a Bob Singer, a uh, Bob Seger song, old time rock and roll. Oh yeah,
4: like that, that. was in consideration. That's it. That slid into the '80s as well.
3: Yeah. All right, number three for me, going with 1986, the "Can't Hold Back" album for Eddie Money. "Take Me Home Tonight" coming in at number mm-hmm. three. Love it. And be your
2: Take me home tonight I don't want to let you go to see the light Take me home tonight Listen honey Just like a run inside Be my little baby
3: Fantastic
0: What a song What a classic 80s anthem, yes.
1: man. I mean,
0: Absolutely. who 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 doesn't know a couple lines from that song?
1: I mean, Love it. great song, great song.
0: Colin, I can't get a
1: line. No, come right. on, man, just a little one. No, I'm good. Take to, me to
0: home tonight.
1: Come on. And I tell you, Eddie Money, man, he's got some great songs. I mean, two tickets to paradise. Yeah, yeah. man. The list goes on.
0: All right, coming in at number 3 for Christian. We've got Van Halen jump. Classic rock Van Halen sound, just that whole get up. What that was David Lee Roth era van
3: halen correct i think it was i remember that video on mtv there's something about van halen that that is very baseball warm-up music in my opinion yeah. and maybe that's just because i always kind of drifted that direction with right now and and whatever but i i feel like that's a really popular warm-up
1: song yeah i agree number two <laughs> 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 hey, coming in for me, uh, this this was a tough one. Um, I could have gone in, in like three or four different directions with this this uh, particular band, but uh, I'm, I'm going to go with the boys from across the pond uh, in the UK, uh, Def Leppard. Now, which song could I have gone with? I could have gone Pour Some Sugar On Me, Love Bites, Rock of Ages, Rocket. But the one I ended up going with is Photograph. Photograph, 1983 release, Def Leppard. Uh, When I think about 80s kind of hair metal, I think about these guys. You know, you think about just the kind—I don't know. There's the typical 80s look: the hair, the outfits, the 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 way they performed on stage. So, photograph uh, Def Leppard.
0: It's funny you mentioned the hair and just that look. I was again just reading up a little bit, so the Aerosmith classic dude looked like a lady that is like a little bit of a a joke to the first time they met Motley Crue because Motley Crue had that same look and they were just kind of poking fun at them.
1: How about that? That's interesting.
0: Yeah. Good song though, dude. Love it. Love that Def Leppard sound. No doubt. Yep. All right. Coming in at number two for me, Okay, so this list is extremely fluid. I mean, it would change tomorrow probably, but just going through everything, my son loves this song. We listen to it a couple times a week. Sometimes he he asks for it. Special request when we're in the car. So I've kind of reignited that. Plus a Clemson Tiger, you get the Tiger band playing it. You got Rocky, just a, a motivating song. I love it. I, the Tiger, survived by the band Survivor. charted number one got some some cool tidbits on this so sylvester salone called whatever the survivor lead singer's name was i can't even remember what it was but he called left a message says hey i want you to do the lead song to when i'm you know when i'm training to fight and so the guy was watching it and he tried to come up with the song and the music and the lyrics to to kind of hit the same way punches being thrown right just that same beat that that rocky was throwing punches he originally heard it with queen playing in the background another one bites the dust and he thought man there's no way i can write a song better than queen's another one bites the dust so he asked sylvester stallone he's like why are are you asking me to write a song when queen's another one bites the dust would be a perfect perfect song for this for this movie and Sylvester Stallone told him that they could not get the rights to the song. Queen would not release the rights to actually put it in the movie. So I thought that was a cool little, cool little tidbit. It was an
4: incredible tidbit, though, because think of how much that movie changes if that's oh, another yeah. one. But I can't even imagine that.
0: Yeah, for sure. Hey, in a, in, a, in a last cool little note about this song, right? I mean, it it's rocketed straight up to the charts once the movie was released, but it lost to Willie Nelson's Always On My Mind is the song of the year back in 1982. You were always
2: on my mind
4: You were always on my mind Tell What a great song that is, too. Uh, you were
0: always one. on my mind mm,
4: Sir Willie. So good. Man. I like it, Kevin. Um, Coming in at number two for me. Again, this is a you you might equate this artist with the 70s because he just did so much in the 70s. But when I thought about this particular song, I mean, it's going to land in my top three all time of this artist. So I had to throw it in. This is off of his 17th studio album. Mm. Just an absolute powerhouse off his uh, 17th studio album Too Low for Zero. This is Sir Elton John. I guess that's why they call it The Blues.
2: Don't wish it away Don't look at it Like it's Forever Between you
1: One of my all-time favorite songs of his.
4: I've listened to it like 10 times in preparation for this episode. It just never gets old. Smooth, just Sir Elton John. I mean, he he needs no further explanation.
3: Good stuff, Ken. Yeah, I love that. I had
0: one Elton John in consideration, but I missed that one. That should be considered. That's a great
3: top five pick. All right, number two for me is a repeat. Shout out to JD and Stace. Whitney Houston's I Wanna Dance with Somebody coming in at number two for me. It is absolutely impossible to turn this song when it comes on. Great song.
0: Hey, do you at least get like a little like finger snap, Colin, in the car?
3: Oh, yeah. I'll I'll break out some tunes to this one. There do we you go. sing to it in the car? Absolutely. All right, give us a piece. It's, I'm good.
0: What about like the opening when she she's getting excited, ready to, to get that first verse, and she's like, Woo! Do you do, you do that? Woo!
3: I mean, you'll give it a shot, right? Dude, I
1: mean, she's
4: so talent.
1: She was so talented,
4: unbelievable.
1: Hey, and I'll tell you right now, the uh, Whitney Houston Peloton Rod. It's jam up. Need, oh, need to check it oh, okay. out. Okay.
0: Okay. All right. Number two for Good. Christian. Christian had the classic Don Henley, The Boys of Summer. I'm
2: driving by your house. Oh, no, you're not hurting. But I can see you. Your breath's getting shining in the sun. You got your hair combed at me. Surf glasses on me.
0: sound don henley's got
1: every song he yeah. makes is solid everything man so good that's a good pick Yep, great pick cg um all right number one all right so like i said while ago i was trying to avoid some repeats but when when your number one song has already been mentioned you, you can't slide that one out and put one of your uh honor, honorable mentions in so for number one for me, it's the guys of ACDC for those about to rock, we salute you Not that. <laughs> Absolutely love this song. So props to K Dub for already mentioning. There's not really a whole lot I can say that you haven't already mentioned, but just the beginning, the ending of the song, the uh, just the the lead up. Like I don't, it's like the first 30, 40 seconds where they're just playing, and mm. then towards the end of the song with like the explosions going off. Um, and if you go on YouTube and and watch it performed live. Yes. It's it's even better, even better. Brand. But uh, yeah, yes. so ACDC for those about to rock, we salute you. That's my number one, dude. It is like the the crowd gets
0: those chants going; it'll get you hype. Like I want Absolutely. to, I want to be in that crowd.
1: Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, I I know I know this ACDC. They're they're old. They're kind of past their prime. But if they decide to give it you know, one or two more goes, I will make sure I can get to a concert before they hang it up for good. I think
0: their lead singer, I can't remember what his name was or what his name is, but I think he's deaf now or something. I mean, obviously playing would- music too loud, but I don't know. Man, what a pick. What a pick. What a, What a rock song just to get you fired up. Love it. You got Angus Young, man, just in that velvet short suit. Yep. kicking that leg out, just crushing that solo. Those guys are those guys are nuts. Love it. All right. Here we go. Number one for me. This was my lock. This was my early lock. This was the thing that was not fluid. I knew this was what I was was going with pretty early on. And I've got lots of lots of cool facts about this song. But here we go. Era, excuse me, Guns N' Roses only. <laughs> I know right so here's my guns and roses only number one hit and that is sweet child of mine for destruction it charted number one in the united states it was the third single off that album it finally kind of exploded as a result they re-released welcome to the jungle because welcome to the jungle was the second most or the second single released off that album but it kind of flopped but after sweet child of mine when they re-released uh welcome to the jungle that's when guns and roses really took off uh they were the opener for aerosmith When this album released, by the end of the tour, Guns N' Roses was selling more than Aerosmith. They were more popular than Aerosmith. Man, you got Axl Rose and Slash and Duff McKagan, and just their whole look personifies the late 80s, kind of transitioning into that 90s. Love them so much. They're still playing. I mean, Guns N' Roses is coming to Charlotte September the 29th or September the 30th. I've never seen them known for playing extremely late and and starting late, but here's a cool fact about Sweet Child of Mine or Guns and Roses in general. Appetite for Destruction back in 2008 was listed as the highest selling album, the highest selling rookie album for a band in history, outselling Boston's first release Back in 1976, Boston's album sold 17 million. Appetite for Destruction sold 18 million. So it is the highest first record ever uh, ever sold. So I thought that was pretty neat. Also, Sheryl Crow covers this in a movie called Big Daddy. It's also in the movie The Wrestler, probably one of John Dilworth's favorite movies. Uh, apparently, Axl Rose and, and Mickey Rourke are good friends, and Guns N' Roses just let them play it or let, give them the rights. For practically nothing. So, sweet child of mine, if you don't know it, you gotta know it. What a song. Love it.
1: That's a great
4: pick. Yeah, I like it. All right, number one. Man, this song. So here's here's how this this one went. This was number one the whole way through. It was it was draft a situation, wrote it on a piece of paper. This is gonna be this song no matter what, even no matter how deep I go down these 80s rabbit holes. There's a particular part of this song that gives me goosebumps every single time I play it. It doesn't matter how many times I've heard it. I'm gonna read those lines after I give the song. The song is called Faithfully by Journey. Mm -hmm.
2: Forever
4: I'm just going to read this, this line that gives me chills every time I hear it. They say the road ain't no place to start a family. Right down the line it has been you and me. And loving a music man ain't always what it's supposed to be. But oh girl, you stand by me. What a great song. What a great song. Faithfully by Journey, number one. It, it was an easy pick for me. Clip it. Clip it. Dude, I it.
0: love the song. I but even though you know that song is sung by Steve Perry. I don't know how you love Faithfully, but have not heard Oh Sherry by I Steve not. Perry.
4: <laughs> don't know it. Don't know it. But this is my this is my jam, man. Faithfully by Journey. Journey's best song. And they've got some, they've got some pretty good cuts. But it was an easy pick.
0: Dude, I love Faithful. That's good stuff.
4: It's, it's that very classic 80s. Yeah. Yeah. just ballad. I mean, 80s ballad. ballad, man. Yes, man. It's beautiful. Beautiful poetry.
3: Coming in at number one for me, sticking with some of the ACDC picks from the Back in Black album. I foreshadowed, foreshadowed this an episode or two ago. The 1980 release shook me all night long it's just impossible not to get in a good mood when that song comes on, regardless of where you're at. Even a tailgate.
0: That's right. That's your tailgate song, right? <laughs>
3: yep. Oh, gosh. Did you play it Saturday? <laughs> I don't recall.
1: Oh, <laughs> fair enough. I'll be looking for Bryant.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Hey, great pick. Coming in at number one for CG is a little Steve Winwood, Higher Love. <laughs> some higher love oh <laughs> i love it man what a pick so we got higher love by steve winwood all right let's do a quick review of these and then we've got some other things we'll kind of want to close the pot out with but for dilworth coming at number five we have i want to dance with somebody by whitney houston number four somebody's baby by jackson brown number three burning heart by survivor number two photograph by def Leppard, and number one for those about to rock, we salute you by ACDC. Coming in at number five A for me was for those about to rock. Five B is O'Sherry by Steve Perry. Number four was Power of Love by Huey Lewis in the news. Number three, your love by the outfield. Number two, I the tiger by survivor. And then number one, sweet child of mine by guns and roses. Brant, your fifth pick was You Make My Dreams Come True by Holland Oates. Number four was Fast Car by Tracy Chapman. Number three, Against the Wind by Bob Seger. Number two, I guess that's why they call it the Blues by Sir Elton John. And number one, Faithfully by Journey. And Colin, your fifth pick was Fast Cars by Tracy Chapman. Number four, Come on Eileen by the Dexys Midnight Runners. Number three, Take Me Home Tonight by Eddie Money. Number two, I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston. And number one, shook me all night long by acdc and then big cg sitting on mute had aha take on me as his fifth pick number four was holland oaks you make my dreams come true number three van halen's jump and number two don henley the boys of summer and number one steve winwood Higher love y'all got any final thoughts on those rankings what didn't make your list that man could possibly make it tomorrow
1: Uh Yeah, for me, a few that I just were on the outside looking in, Fade to Black by Metallica, Won't Back Down by Tom Petty. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I mean, I just – I could have gone in so many different directions. I mean, I I had Your Love by the Outfield was on my list. Like I said, aha, you know, take on me. I I scratched that. I had so many, so many. I mean, I could have – I could have gone in so many directions. but. That was difficult. I would say number
4: six for me that I just had to chop off was How Will I Know by Whitney Houston, my favorite song Ooh, of hers. Very good. So I, had, I chopped it in the end for a for the classic, You Make My Dreams Come True. But it was a tough call.
0: So I had Footloose. Footloose was the outside looking in, just Kenny Loggins, man. That's just a nostalgic pick for me. Love that. Love that movie. Got Kevin Bacon. Colin, you seen Footloose? Maybe once or twice. Hey, man, go get you dance lessons. Hey, the preacher's kids, a little bit rebellious in there, Dilworth.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, hey, you know, you know us best, man. That's right. That's right. Hey, and it, it feels weird making a list of
0: top 80 songs and leaving off Michael Jackson. If I had to throw a Michael Jackson song in there, it might have been bad for me. Maybe Billy Jean. I'm not quite sure, but love some Michael Jackson. Just couldn't fit him in.
1: I, I'll say another thing, like Kenny Loggins. I mean, he's like basically the voice of 80s movies and whatnot. I know you threw Footloose in there, but like I, you could have gone Danger oh, yeah. Zone. Yeah. You know, I mean, just any of those any of those Kenny Loggins songs.
0: Hey, and don't forget, speaking of movies, The Breakfast Club, Don't You Forget About Me by Simple Minds. Simple Minds? Yeah,
1: yes. great song. Love it. I have it. that in my top 10 as well. That's in every top 80s playlist
4: on
0: Apple Music, too. No doubt. All right. Hey, man, that was fun. You know, we we talked about how we could possibly even make this into four episodes and just kind of do it genre by genre. I mean, you could do a top five of 80s hip hop, top five 80s rock. I mean, it could go on and on. If we do that, it's probably going to be a while, but um, it's it's definitely something that we could do. We could do the same thing tomorrow, have a complete different list just because the music in the 80s is is that good. But before we close out, Colin, why don't you take us through our little college football pick game, let us know the standings, let us know our games for next week.
3: Yeah, it's time for the podcast Pick'Em. Uh, first, our week one recap. Keep in mind, we are recording on September the 8th here, so week one is the only official one in the books. Kevin takes a, a commanding lead there with uh, four correct picks in week one. Christian with three, myself with two, and Brant with one. Mm-hmm. Uh, clean sweep for Ole Miss. Kevin was the only one to get the Georgia win over Clemson. Uh, We'll be sure to update you on week two. I I do have an update on those lines, though. We had anticipated, you know, we're setting our own lines. But just an update, we set the Ohio State-Oregon line at nine and a half, currently 14 and a half. Iowa-Iowa State, we set at six. It's currently four and a half. Washington at Michigan, we had as a pick It's currently Wolverines favored by a touchdown. Uh, NC State and Mississippi State, we had the Bulldogs favored by three and a half. It's actually the Wolfpack favored by two and a half currently. And we had a Utah as a three-point favorite at BYU. Utah is up to a touchdown favorite. So the games of the week, I'll run them down real quick. Then we'll set the lines. Uh, game one, Virginia Tech at West Virginia. A little rivalry action there. Minnesota at Colorado. Alabama at Florida. Auburn at Penn State. And Oklahoma State at Boise State. These are game – or a week three games. All right, so week three, game one. Virginia Tech, a five-and-a-half point favorite set by us at West Virginia. I'm going to go with the Hokies. Christian slash Dilworth this week. Who you got, Dilworth? Yeah, we're going to go with the Hokies
1: uh, after the beating they put on the Tar Heels and West Virginia lost to Maryland. Uh, yeah, let's let's go. Let's go Hokies.
3: Brant. I'm rolling Hokies um, as well. And Kevin.
0: All right, classic fade spot. Big win for Virginia Tech at home going on the road. West Virginia with a close loss at Maryland. I'm taking the Mountaineers to cover this.
3: All right, I like it. Uh, Minnesota at... Colorado, I'm going to row the boat and go with the
1: Gophers. Christian Dilworth. Yeah, we're going to go with uh, our boy PJ Fleck. Row the boat. Let's go Gophers. Brent. I got to go Minnesota as well. And
3: Kevin. Yeah, Pac 12's trash.
0: I'm going Minnesota.
3: All right. Alabama at Florida. Betting this one is a clean sweep. 20 and a half. Tied favorite here. I'm going to go Bama. Dilworth for Christian. Roll Tide. Brent. Bama. Yeah, and we're going Bama. Kevin. All right. Fourth game. Penn State at Auburn. Apparently, I'm going to be the only one taking the Tigers here. Auburn for me. Dilworth.
1: In honor of uh, Christian's dad, Big Chris. We got to go Nittany Lions. All right. Brent. Penn State. And Kevin,
0: and what's the, what did we set the line at? Four and a half. Penn State, four and a half.
3: Yep, I'll take Auburn in the points. All right, and then Oklahoma State at Boise State and a pick'em. I'm going to go with Oklahoma State because Gundy's a man. He's forty. Uh, uh, Dilworth for Christian.
1: Yeah, we're going uh, Gundy. The mullet doesn't. The mullet doesn't lie. He gets the job done. Brent. Yeah, going Gundy.
0: Boise's a tough place to play. I'm going to say the Broncos take down the Cowboys.
3: All right. So, Kevin different a good bit there, at least with two picks. going to be interesting to see if he can extend that lead or if we can make up some ground there.
0: All right. Hey, appreciate that little segment. Looking forward to seeing the outcome. And, hey, don't forget to join us for next week's episode, episode number 35. We'll be ranking something fun and uh hey don't forget to share us out tell somebody about the podcast we'd love to continue to grow and we appreciate all your help doing it so until next time we will see you later
4: say good night